are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a July 3rd Tuesday morning edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. I'm Eric Garcia Gunderson. I'm joined by Corbin Smith. Um, we're doing this a little earlier in the day than we normally do this. I feel like this is normally a late night pod. Yeah, but I uh, I have to go to Montana tonight, so I can't. Well, there you, and I, yeah, well, and I'm I'm fortunate enough to have the the day off today, so yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, but the Blazers. Uh, Made some moves uh, over the last yeah, you couple could. Of days. Yeah, you could. You could I mean, call I, them I mean, that. I mean, and they made some moves, but they also made some some negative moves, uh, like losing Ed Davis, um, and then they signed Nick Stauskas, and then yesterday they signed Seth Curry. Oh, wonderful! The, the, Fabulous! The, Finally, the, the Seth, savior. Is Seth's here. younger brother, Seth. Um, and oh, I'm so oh my god, hearing about this is making me so mad online. Meanwhile, the Golden State Warriors signed Demarcus Cousins last night for 5.3 million. Yeah, you know, a normal amount of money, right? Totally normal. Um, and he apparently is, uh, you know, apparently he says he's targeting to be ready for training camp, which uh, would be really crazy um that's not gonna happen but yeah um but so the blazers i think it can definitely be said that on the whole i think they've taken steps backwards as a basketball team Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, they, they have i mean i they haven't they've gotten more shooters but i don't know if that necessarily makes them a better team and I'm starting to get a little suspicious that loading up on all these guards might signal something down the line with maybe the maybe CJ McCollum because it, it, it's people that I that have been around the team like I have talked to that they said they wouldn't be surprised if CJ was traded. Yeah, and I and honestly, I wouldn't either. It, it doesn't not make sense. He's always been a somewhat uh, of a redundant piece with uh, Lillard, but uh, the extent to which the squad is is just uh, is just dumping assets into a river is uh, is disconcerting. I think uh, because Ed, Ed Davis is certainly the big the big weird one. Uh, uh, there, he was uh, he was very valuable last year. The the Nets are paying him a pittance. It's insane that the Blazers couldn't match or exceed. Uh, well, some someone did a total of the two contracts that they've signed. The minimum for Stauskas and the two point five whatever for the other uh, deal for Seth Seth Curry. Seth Curry it adds up to four point four million. Yeah. It adds it adds up to what the Nets are paying Ed Davis. Yeah, and and Stauskas is uh, not an NBA player, and uh, he shot really well. I will say this is the one positive. I'm, this is the one positive takeaway that I can make is that the Blazers 
are going all in on shooting. Like they're all small. The problem is that they're all small, and that's yeah. and that's the biggest issue is that you're doubling down on what you do well, basically. Which, I mean, I think Houston showed us that there is some merit to that. Like double down on what you do well instead of, you know, trying to you know find this balance that you probably can't find to beat Golden State or you know beat these really great teams. So maybe double down on having a lot of combo guards that can shoot. And with the Simons pick, Stauskas, uh, Seth Curry, and um, Gary Trent Jr., who's apparently like a really good shooter, Kevin Pelton thinks he could replace Alan Crabb as like the shooter. You know, it, it's clear what they're doing. They're trying to surround Dame and CJ, if they keep both of them, with just a lot of shooters. Even And they're just going to say, like, forget being undersized. Yeah, but then why? But then, uh, yeah, that could be what they're doing. I haven't, I haven't thought about this yet. I feel, I feel very taken off guard. But even then, like uh, that doesn't necessarily excuse letting uh, Napier and Connaughton go for just nothing. This is what I will say, though. If they have an inkling that either one of those two guys is gonna get a big deal. If they think that either one of those two guys is going to get a big deal, then they were probably like, okay, well, we need to find alternatives to these guys at a cheaper price. And I feel like Napier put himself in demand with the year he had. And yeah, he had, Napier's, he, a, I mean, Napier's a decent third guard. So, but... or, I mean, he could be a backup for – he could be a, a, the backup two or the backup – point guard for a lot of teams and might get more money than Portland is willing to pay. And I think Connaughton's another guy who with the year he had, the size he has, uh could get a bigger deal than Portland is ready to to commit to. And they don't, I I think that is probably some of the calculus. Like the Davis one, the Davis deal to me is the one that is the most confusing because these two moves in a vacuum, Curry and Stauskas like aren't the worst. But it's the it's the Ed Davis Losing him, like losing him in the locker room. They don't really have a veteran presence, and it completely go like none of these moves in a vacuum are bad. But it completely goes against Olshay's rhetoric leading up to this free agency period that they were looking for veterans that could contribute in the playoffs. Yeah, yes, and Ed Davis, uh, like they're like like the team is mad. You know what yeah, I like? Yeah, Lillard I mean, and McCollum Dave is furious. Yeah, Dame is furious. I mean. You saw all they are tweets. they are they are publicly angry online about Ed Davis not getting re-signed. Yeah, and it's like when Dame already looks like he's in, you know, going to the edge. Like they literally got rid of the guy that, you know, I think uh, I heard someone compare it to, you know, Dame thought he was kind of like D Wade, and Ed Davis was like the Udonis Haslam figure. And all right, all right, Lillard. That's a little. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You see, you see the way he, because like it was, it was, yes. it was about more than basketball with Ed. It, it, like he was great on the court, but it was about more than. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. about trying he to was, have. A he was a vocal leader in the clubhouse. All that yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like they've offloaded tons of decent assets uh, and like thousands of minutes worth of worth of playing time just 
just cause. Uh, and it's not just cause. I mean, it's cause their cap is messed up. Yeah, they because they messed up in 2016. Yeah, because Olshay, uh That's why. <laughs> uh, overpaid uh, just everybody he possibly could. Uh, he, uh, I mean, Evan, the Turner contract continues to just be the most befuddling stuff that has ever happened. I I was writing about it. I was writing about it for Willamette Week yesterday, and it was like, and I was sort of rifling through every or not yesterday. It was the other day. Pardon me, and. Uh, <laughs> And I was sort of rifling through the signings in 2016. And the fact of the matter is that nobody came out good from that. Totally. But Portland, nobody. But Portland, uh, the was, the worst did... of, Portland was the worst of the worst, though. Yes. Uh, uh, the Warriors signed Durant with that with that cap bump, uh, which I, it seems like uh, something that has worked out. Honestly, it's the only good thing, I think, that came from that cap bump. No, well, the, the Celtics signed Horford. Okay. That's another one, okay. Which was also a pretty good move. Basically, everybody else messed up. Uh, the, the like the Mavericks signed Wes Matthews and uh, Harrison Barnes uh, to entirely too large contracts. Uh, 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 just just uh, the Chan- Hornets Ch- signed, but Chandler Batum. Parsons, Chandler Parsons, of course. Uh, just nobody, nobody spent the caps. Oh, oh, and the Rockets also signed Ryan Anderson, which is probably a good idea. Which is definitely a good idea at the time, but w- whoops. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, it basically screwed up their chances to get LeBron James. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so there you go. I mean, yeah, it was a complete yeah. No, it, it like, was a complete like, f- mess up for sure. Like the cap spike was a disaster for everybody, and so it's hard. But, but the Blazers did the worst job with the cap spike. Yeah, and but, it it was Myers who. I, you know, uh, has in the interim uh, who just not done much. Might be the backup center. I mean, oh, I mean, I mean, we don't because Nurkic is Nurkic is a restricted free agent. There's been no offers, no talk about what they're going to do with him. Apparently, according to Chris Haynes, uh, sources told him that. Uh, well, can we get can we get to that? Can we get to oh, that? Yeah, in okay, a minute? yeah, we'll, we'll get talk, to that. In a minute. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about the Chris Haynes report about Demarcus Cousins and Portland's reported interest, which uh, had an interesting roadblock. But we'll, and Evan Turner, like, like Myers, kind of made sense a little bit in the abstract because he does have an NBA skill, and he did have a fairly decent year before he uh, took a bunch of money and lost his mind. Turner was insane at the time it like happened on the first day of free agency it uh <laughs> eric is like stealing himself <laughs> right now cuz cuz he because he doesn't want to be as mean as i'm going to be about it uh 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 he he was a player who had nominal NBA value for most of his career who had one decent year playing off the bench for the Celtics whose entire skill set is anthema to modern NBA basketball and the Blazers are like whatever we'll pay him like 15 million dollars a year it's it's such a colossal screw up that has uh, that has basically backed up their cap since that point. 
that if they had done nothing with the money instead of signing Turner, they would have been better off. This isn't to say that Turner isn't contributing a little bit here and there. It's just commen- the- commensurate with his salary is what you y- mean. And it isn't, ju- but it isn't he's just an, like he's an MB- he's an NBA player, but he's yes, he over- is an NBA player. He's way I, overpaid, but he's overpaid to the point where it would be the Blazers would be significantly better off if he was just not on the team. If they had just done nothing with that money, if it was just if there was if they just uh, went into the season and split up his salary amongst everybody else. Yeah, it would um I mean it's it's bad. I mean there's no and especially and, considering the fact that they uh signed Alan Crabb uh that same year who plays Turner's position and uh does it in a modern way and then they ended up having to uh trade uh trade him. That was my initial confusion like when the, when the Turner thing happened because when they signed Turner for that much money I was like, "Oh god, what is Alan Crabb going to get?" Because I think it's four years seventy for Turner, and Crab got seventy five. And yeah, so, and Crab, so they basically and, have the same contract. And, and I just don't, you know, I don't know how they didn't think that Crab was gonna get a deal like that. Like he yeah. could shoot the three. It was a cap spike year, and the, the thing that they've missed with Crab last year, especially. And I remember talking about this at some games during the season when they were really sh- kind of struggling offensively before they made that big run in the second half of the season and got the third seed and all that stuff. Is that nobody respects any of the wings that have an open shot? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what percentage Aminu shoots. Teams still won't guard him. And if and if that's and if that's the reality and and that's the problem that they lost. That's the thing that they lost last year with Crab was that even if Crab got an open shot, they would close out. He might not have been able to do a whole lot after that, but he he was getting better at that stuff. But teams respected him and. Nobody on the play, and and maybe that's the one thing that I think they've solved here. Well, not solved, but they've helped a little bit. Is that Dame and CJ have guys that can shoot next to them? Like, yeah, but but what? But what? You're gonna play Dame and CJ and Seth Curry? Come on. They did it with Shabazz, who's smaller than Seth Curry. Yeah, but Seth Curry is. Uh... Seth Curry's better than Shabazz. Yeah, but he's not the athlete Shabazz is. Are we sure? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I might not know a lot about Seth Curry. I find watching him repellent, honestly. We're gonna. We're, no, I'm a Seth Curry uh, like believer. Like this was a good. I mean, he's six two, but like so, Shabazz was like six feet nothing, and 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 Curry was a really good when he wasn't hurt last year. He missed the whole season last year, and he's had some injuries. But the year he was healthy with Dallas, he was super efficient. Yeah. All right. Okay. He, I'm has more, he has more of a track record than Nick Stauskas. I'm not here saying that. Yes, yeah, I will. I mean, Stauskas is on a minimum deal, and it's hard to get too mad about a dude on a minimum deal. But on uh, a one year, one year too. Yeah. 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 But uh, come on, he's not an NBA player. Yeah. <laughs> look, I, yeah, uh, look, no, uh, I mean, my I mean, dude, my dude needs to go to Europe. It's fine, and yeah. it's fine. We can't all we can't all be in the NBA. I'm not in the NBA, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I Nick is just that. That's completely befuddling on a certain level. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's one thing that they clearly have valued. That is the one thing that I can say with all their moves. It's the only thing that I can say is it seems like they're prioritizing shooting above everything else. Uh, yeah, that might be a that's 
I mean, I, I mean, what? I mean, that's that's it. That's all. That's all they. Got. That's the only common thread with all of these moves. And is it worth alienating Dame uh, oh. to get oh. the shooting around it? Yeah, exactly. That's see, that's the that's and it's not I worth giving up Davis's production too. That, that's that, the that's just the thing. convergence. I think that I'm having though is that like. Moves in a vacuum, they are not bad. But within the context of Dame being frustrated and just getting swept, they are not good moves. Yeah. And and Davis can't shoot. I'm not going to sit around here and act like he can. And if you're going to be like, oh, we're going to do shooting now, that's fine. But Davis uh, clearly had other NBA utility. I think – if 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 you're giving up Davis simply to fulfill a shooting need, that is arbitrary behavior at best. You know what I mean? I think yeah, it, it is. I will say though, this again, I'm, I'm being kind of an apologist here, but in terms of. Asset allocation. Eric, Gunder- Eric Gunderson standing for the man. I'm just saying, in terms of asset allocation, the draft made zero sense last year. They drafted a bunch of big guys, and you're like, what's happening? And then now Nurkic is a free agent. They let Ed Davis walk, and maybe the thinking is, okay, Swanigan might be able to be a backup center. Might. But they spent a first round pick on him, dude. Yeah. Like, well, like, I, like, like, it was like a thirty. It was okay, but, but what I'm saying is he has a guaranteed contract for this year. So to double up if they think he can offensive rebound in a credible way to try and replace Davis's production, and he's also a better shooter. He's not as good as Davis, but it, it, they spent the capital already on Swanigan. And and if they don't use it, then that's a waste. So it's yes, it's bad for the playoff thing, and I don't get it. And there's maybe there's a trade in the works, but they're being very cheap here, and they're trying to. They're, it's like it almost reminds me of, you know, with what the Hawks did for a while, where they like built up guys and then just let them walk on free agency, like Tim Hardaway Jr. or whatever, or Bazemore. Yeah. They didn't let him walk, and now they want to trade him. So I I, I think. They're trying to be careful because of how they screwed themselves. If they hadn't screwed themselves with the Turner thing or the Harkless deal or the Myers deal, they wouldn't have to worry about this Ed Davis stuff. This wouldn't be a problem. But, nah. they, but they messed up and now they have to penny pinch in ways that are not – ideal like you oh my god i know there's, there, I, I said i'm at my friend's house right now I, oh okay like i said i have the day off work i'm watching soccer like like 10 guys just walked in they're all they're all they're all like huge they have a, they have they have bats with nails driven into them yeah it gets re- it gets real out here this one guy is a ponytail it's a nightmare yeah it's my buddy brennan with the ponytail yeah oh my god um but uh Brennan Brennan people Brennan literally has a ponytail, a beard, and he's wearing like a fringe jacket. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's real talk. But Brennan uh, Brennan definitely seems like he's ready to beat somebody up. Oh, it, it could it could be it could be. I don't know. Anyway, um we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk about uh the 
Blazers' potential reported involvement in Ooh, the DeMar- boy. in the Demarcus Ooh, boy. Cousins, and we'll talk about that in a second. All right, so we're back now talking about Demarcus Cousins and the deal that landed him with Golden State for the mid-level freaking exception. Ugh. And um, I gotta say, and uh, I gotta say that. I'm not really sure about the the sources that told Chris Haynes the report. I, I trust Chris Haynes' reporting. I trust that someone told him this. But uh, apparently, according to his sources, the Blazers were apparently involved in trying to get a DeMarcus Cousins sign and trade, but ran into a roadblock that Cousins <laughs> that and Nurkic have the same, same agent. Agents. Which and that, either yeah. either means that the Portland Trailblazers did not know that Nurkic and Cousins had the same agent when they tried to make this happen. Or, or, or the they Pel- thought or Nurkic they, won't think Nurkic won't mind. Or they thought Nurkic would just be down. Yeah, to go to New Orleans. Also, why would New Orleans want Nurkic? Okay. <laughs> Boy, the more you think about this, the more headache-inducing it is. I don't think it's untrue, by the way. I'm sure they when they I'm sure when they I'm sure they had heard that Cousins was available at a lower price, and they I'm sure they tried to get in on that. But I mean, that being the roadblock, man, is just and it, and it, and there's some other thing. That, uh, that, that's not okay. I'm just saying, tr- players have been traded before in trades when they have the same agent. That's not yeah, yeah, an yeah, uncommon yeah, yeah. occurrence. Yeah, but this but this takes away some of Nurkic's agency because he probably like because he would have to go to New Orleans, and so yeah, and that's probably not something he necessarily wants to do. And uh, uh, yeah, it's so uh, weird. Uh, uh, the Blazers were clearly freeing up space off their cap uh that you know uh, yeah by it, renouncing that, Connaughton renouncing Shabazz renouncing Connaughton is so irritating sorry it's, every time I think about it it annoys me you 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 already miss White Pat don't you yeah yeah look White Pat look White Pat was a decent player yeah. White Pat was already a decent player. He had some athleticism. There was there there was no reason. There was he loved he loved Portland gear. Thank <laughs> he loved Portland gear. <laughs> Thank you. He was a he was a streetwear legend. Yeah. White Pat. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace to the King White Pat. Have fun in Minnesota or. Chicago or something. Yeah. Look and look. Honestly, and look, Bulls. I, Bulls what, Pat's here. gonna continue to be an NBA player. Yeah, he was. No, yeah. He was decent. Totally. Uh, and he and he still has and he has some. Uh, uh, he's he's still young. He still has some upside profile, especially as a defender. You know. Can shoot. Yeah. Can, re- can rebound. Not a yeah. bad defender. Uh, oh, I'm so mad. Yeah, no, Connaughton was good, man. I mean, it, yeah, it, there's no reason to let him go for nothing, except that you bummed up the cap, and apparently you were on a blood quest to try to sign and trade Demarcus Cousins, which I, in case people haven't heard, didn't work out. 
So, uh, annoying. Very annoying. It's, al- it's also just vintage. Like, this is the exact same thing that happened a year ago with the Paul George trade. That the George trade happened, and then we heard about how close Portland was. And that's basically the same thing that's happening with DeMarcus Cousins right now. I got, I mean, the with the George trade, I, you know, Neil probably leaked that one. Like, oh no. I mean, we gonna- I mean allegedly, allegedly, it was like, it was like you could have all three of the first round picks and anybody but Damon CJ and 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 the the Pacers didn't do it so I mean some of it is just bad luck and then but that sounds like nonsense to me because Oklahoma City got Paul George for not a lot I mean it ended up being a lot though if Indiana liked Oladipo that much yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Oladipo's an all-star now, so I mean, it, 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 there's. I don't think that that trade actually worked out great for both teams, and it, in fact, it, 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 it worked out better than Portland's three firsts and more Harkless and, uh, you know, Zach, and, and you know whoever. And also, in fairness, uh, Oladipo uh, probably wouldn't have been good on the Thunder. No. Uh, uh, the you know the, the, the nobody has ever had their steez so thoroughly ripped out of them by Westbrook than Nola Depot did. Well, Paul George is doesn't even care. Like, I, yeah, apparently, he, God, he, that is he does. It's not weird care. that he resigned there, right? Totally. I mean, okay. I, I I did not believe any of the chatter leading up to uh july 1st that he was go- but then like i started hearing it from like then it just became like so overwhelming like the last few days before july 1st that it, he was going back to oklahoma city that i was like okay this is actually gonna happen it's weird it's weird i know like, and, and, and but now oklahoma city stays really good probably they're probably gonna stretch carmelo because uh, it saves them 97 I, I, million you know, dollars you know where carmelo signing after he gets stretched the lakers no, the Portland Trailblazers, baby. Tasty and Come Sun. on. Tasty and Sons. Tasty and dude. Sons. Live that Tasty and Sons lifestyle, Carmelo. Come Carmelo, on. you don't want LeBron to be your daddy. You want to be the daddy. Yeah, that's what happens to everybody on a LeBron team. He the, he becomes their daddy. And uh and you don't want it, man. You, what you want is uh is a temperate climate, uh uh a brunch options that you can't even believe, a thriving local beer and wine scene. Uh, 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 several uh, boutique streetwear stores. Uh, uh, Portland, Carmelo Anthony, we want you, baby. I know. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're still in for the entertainment here. I mean, it seems like Portland is gonna not really, not gonna be. Uh, they're not better right now, so they might. As no, well, they no, might they, they certainly are. They not. might as well be fun. Uh, yeah. but might as well have Carmelo Anthony wearing some big hats to the game. Yeah, oh, um, please. Playing alongside I, Zach Collins. Yeah. Zach, I get, like Zach, I, I feel like also the Blazers, I will say, they are very much lacking a vet. Like yeah. they, they don't have an old head right now, and I, I think that might be the next uh the next signing or the next addition to the team. They also still haven't used their mid level, uh the taxpayer mid level, so they have that still to use. Um, so they might still be able to sign someone because there's a lot of guys that are off the market or that are still on the market and there's not a lot of teams with cap space. I'm telling you, Mello, you're going to love it here. That's all I'm saying. Look, that's all I'm saying. Mello. And, and also, great, I've great, a great Blazers nihilist at this point. Great, so the great, fact that you're old and maybe not contributing, I'm okay with that. You're kind of into like Portland being like the Knicks of the West. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. That. Oh. Not that. Not, not that the Blazers aren't already the Knicks of the West. Oh no. They. Oh no. They are definitely the Knicks of the West. They're the Blazers one, and the one Knicks championship have... glory in the seventies. I mean, it's just like all oh, a, a slight resurgence. A a resurgence in the nineties that got snuffed out by uh, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. They're. Yeah. They're basically the same team. Head scratching uh, management decisions. Yeah. Of course. Hey. Maybe. Uh. I. I know uh, that you... overbearing owners. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, uh, they both fired Mike Rice. No, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Dude, it's, uh, it's, it's been a rough, rough few days of the offseason uh, for yeah. the Blazers, man. I, I, I mean, I don't think Dame is going to request a trade, but no. ne- I, I got to say, Neil, it feels like, is like, not doing a lot to prevent that from happening, and that's Maybe, and, that, and, uh, and that's the, 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 and that's the thing I'm a little worried about is Dame has been a champ this entire time, but it, part of me does feel like all these moves are pushing him to the edge. I uh, feel bad for broaching this because uh, you know I cover the team sometimes. Eric covers the team fairly often. And uh, I think when you cover the team, you occasionally don't necessarily want to say this unless you work for a big newspaper. Right. But uh, kind of thinking maybe Neil O'Shea needs to lose his job. You know, I, I do wonder almost if some if some of this is like because the way he's he drafted Zach Collins, then he drafted the youngest guy in the draft. Some of it feels like he's developing an alternate timeline. For when the these guys leave, and, and and I'm worried that that's the case. And Portland has two great stars right now. I know that the Warriors are insane. I know that the Rockets are really good. I know that the Lakers have just reloaded. Give these, what, happened give, the, what happened with the Lakers? Sorry, they got LeBron James. They, Sorry, wait, what? They they gotta give these guys a chance when they're still in their prime. And I think it would just be a major bummer to not see these not really give your best shot to win in the playoffs with these two guys because it, there's no guaranteeing that Anthony Simons or, you know, that there's no guarantee that Anthony Simons and Zach Collins are going to be players at the level of Damon CJ. There's just no, that, that doesn't always happen. And that's the biggest thing I'm worried about right now is that we're wasting the time of these two guys that are great and, there's no guaranteeing that any of these young players in that next timeline are going to be anywhere near as good as both of them. Uh, you know what I think the sort of oddest thing about Olshay not getting fired is? It's that Paul loves firing people. Who knows, man? Maybe he's changed. Maybe since he's gotten older, maybe he doesn't. He maybe he's not as reactionary uh, with all this stuff anymore. And I mean, sucks for all. It sucks for every other GM that uh, that worked for him that yeah. didn't get this kind of leash that that Neil's got. But yeah. um, rest in peace, Rich Cho, Kevin Pritchard. Uh, you know, lots of GMs that have cycled through here over the God, years. Of, and my it, man has fired a I, lot of GMs. I, I know, and 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 maybe it's because Olshay was able to, you know, got Damian Lillard, and that has bought him a lot of time. 
I mean, I mean, I think that's really what it is. He got Dame, and and that has, that's the only thing I think that is. I I don't. I'm not giving. I'm not giving an, an excuse here, but I think that that is the reason why. Because I don't understand why Paul would be like, why he's has it, why he's gone this long without doing something. You know, I I that's I think that there's something about. I think he owe, I think he feels like he owes Olshay something. For for, find, for finding Dame, I don't know. But everything else he's done has been terrible. I mean, I guess he signed. I guess he drafted CJ, but uh, but but basically all all of his cap management stuff, near most of his free agency stuff. I, I mean, I guess he got Aminu, but like, uh, there's just been a lot of screw ups, and maybe Neil isn't the dude. To, uh, take us to the next to take him to the next level it's like yeah it, it, like he found he's fine he's really great at finding talent really great at finding bargains i think he's really good at scouting guards i think he knows how to find talent well i i evan turner accepted he's not a really a guard though he's a wing like i i think like yeah, I the combo smaller guys like neil knows how to find those guys but it's been really he, he's had a tough time taking this team to the next level um and he just hasn't done that yet. You know, he hasn't made that big trade like he always, you know, which, you know, really, I mean, his big trade happened because David Stern didn't let Chris Paul go to the Lakers. But that's his biggest trade, and he hasn't made a move anywhere close to that in his tenure. Corbin, I think we're I'm, – I'm ready to wrap this up. All right. Uh, do you have anything left to say before we wrap it up? Uh... Any Anything you've written that you want people to read? Uh, yeah, uh, I, w- I was on the Daily Beast today. I wrote about the DeMarcus deal. Oh, national sports writer Corbin Smith. Yeah, thank you, national sports writer Corbin Smith. Uh, listen to my podcast, which is called Take It or Break It. Uh, uh, yeah. Hell, uh, hell yeah. Anything else? Oh, I'm in Willamette Week today. Boom. Not the, not the paper, the website. But okay. Writing about uh, why the Blazers are uh, doing a bad job. Cool. All right. We just talked about that. So um, that's going to do it for this. Uh, follow LeBron Wire. Have a good 4th of July. And we'll have all have some news if any news pops up on the podcast. But uh, until next time.